0: All right, I got to two, two things. It's a it's a it's a special Memorial Day weekend episode of, I mean not, I mean I mean I say that as though there's like a, as an actual defined schedule that I'm like breaking because of some big thing going on. Well, that's that's not the case, um, but it is Memorial Day weekend. I'm probably going to record well some point over this weekend. I think we'll have a very special guest, friend of the pod and co-founder of the Adam and Gordon Show, Adam uh because i'm gordon will be joining us me and uh, we will be talking about uh seattle sports because adam comes from seattle and uh yeah we're just gonna we're, we're gonna have a little chat and see where it goes uh he's i mean i guess i've turned him into we lived together for two years so if, if he if there is a hockey team that adam cares about it's the sabers i guess although i don't even i don't know that maybe we'll talk about it at any rate um This is just going to be a little preamble um, that I'm going to record because I'm just hanging out here waiting waiting to do some stuff later tonight, but I'm here at the Saberland Studios and just figured I'd hop on the mic. So welcome to episode six of Saberland, and I'll see you on the other side. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's uh, it's a it's a it's a Friday afternoon. And I and I, I so I guess I just um. Well, first I I wanted to I I hope that I can do some of these sort of interviewee episodes at some point as we go. I mean I'm, um, the good thing about all of this, I suppose, if there is anything that's good about it, is that I this podcast. I mean, is that there's no structure or no there's nothing that I have to fit to to do this, um, so as much as it's just me wanting to be able to talk about the Sabres and whatever else is going on that I probably will find a way to make it fit with the Sabres or, or not. Um, I also just would love to talk about, um, with or talk with people, with friends or anyone who that might, I meet that I might, that might want to be on this. Um, and just talk about, you know, what, um, possibly what sports or, may, or namely hockey maybe and po- hopefully even the Sabres, but doesn't, that's fine. If not, um, might mean to you, because that's really what Saberland is all about. As I said in the very opening, it's it's about something that I believed in before I could even understand when I was a kid, and that's what the sabers have always been, and there are a number of ways in which um, things in my life have become um, manifest even beyond, uh, or even when I don't understand it. Uh, and certainly, certainly couldn't articulate it, it's something seems real, that it feels real, um, and that's you know, that's what this is all about. So, um, I know Adam's, will get, he's going to have some some Seattle stories, and we're going to get to that. Um, so that will be the bulk of the episode. But I also just, I'm just feeling like talking because, um, but uh, a few things. Um, one, is I realized that I didn't even, I spent a great deal of time in the last episode talking about this Mario Kart story, and I didn't even do it right. Now, all the Rainbow Bridge stuff is totally real, Um, but I, I set it up because there's a whole other thing in Mario Kart that I, that, um, really have, have actually, that's, that's, it's, that's really been like the guiding thing. Um, the, the, the rainbow stuff, um, well, as it pertains strictly to Mario Kart 64, yes, that has been valid in my life, trying to make those big jumps to, to win Rainbow Road, um, and therefore the Star Cup. That's been a thing since, you know, 1997 with my sister in, in, in Marilla. Um, but... Uh, all the connections between Wagner and um, and 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 the novel I was writing and blah blah blah. That's all. That's more recent. Um, and I, but I briefly did mention it, but then I f- uh, cl- immediately forgot. Um, which is that uh, there's something very interesting about th- th- the time trial mode in Mario Kart sixty four. And again, I don't. I assume that there's some sort of similar mode in subsequent iterations of the game, um, but I don't know because I haven't. I don't really. I haven't really played. More you know the Wii or 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 uh now the Switch version much I mean they I'm, they look cool but I just haven't played them so I'm sure they have time trial but I don't know but time trial at least in Mario Kart 64 was all about um basically the yeah the the like your 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 fastest lap time that you ever do and I actually well I'll get, I'll get that, me I'll get back let me I'll wait before I have a, a thought on it your there's a little ghost version of you that is always that will drive your fastest lap time that you've ever done. And you, if you're doing a time trial, you essentially have to race against yourself. And so I, 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 I'm sure that I worked this into that same long, silly family novel that I referenced last time, which was about 800 pages and abandoned. Um, but there's some, there's some interesting metaphor in this idea of there are ghosts, there are sort of ghost versions of you that, you know, the, 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 the sort of idealized version of you that, you know, it could be, or, or is doing the best possible thing that you're always, that, that one is sort of chasing all the time. And that's really the thing that I had been thinking about leading up to this last episode, and then I didn't even say it. Um, so there's really, there's not much more to it than that. And in fact, I think the rainbow thing is much more interesting to to talk, there's more to say about it. Um, I just wanted to correct myself because I didn't, I, I, I very only briefly touched on this ghost thing and then said no more, even though there's... I don't know, there's not really that much more to it, except it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it was a powerful thought for a, a time for me. Um, so that's, you know, I've been, I've been talking a lot of Mario Kart. I've been talking a lot of basketball, and I, there's plenty to say, and I've been, had a great time watching this NBA, well, it's been fun to follow the NBA, even though it's actually not been all that good to watch, because it's been completely lopsided, but it's great, because now we've got two Titans um, uh, coming at each other, so it's going to be very exciting. But, you know, uh, we're going to have a pretty good, well, hell no it's a it's a weird cup final um obviously i'm all in on nashville um that goes without saying but you know yeah i mean i I, see this is this is this is really what what's what's prompted my desire to to talk about or just have some some more hockey stuff because so last night was game seven craig anderson uh obviously ottawa goalie whoops and he had uh you know, quite, there's, what else, what else can you say about this? The, the last year he and, 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 and his his wife have gone through and, um, really what his wife has gone through and he's managed to, you know, so mostly continue to play hockey, um, which is obviously even less important than anything else that he, he that they've been facing. And, uh, um, you know, uh, so it's, 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 you know that was and she was there last night they kept showing her in the stands and that's you know it was it was very uh emotional of course and uh i've always i so i i i'm i've always had a, a a real soft spot for Craig Anderson um way before much longer before this this you know this year and he um and it's also it, yeah, it, he's also very likable i think um uh, because he's never been um a top goalie i mean he's 37 now he's you know people They keep calling him, uh, he's a journeyman, Um, which I guess, I mean, I guess that's true. It's not even, there's nothing wrong with that in a derogatory way, of course. But um, (coughs) he, uh, yeah, he's just been a guy, um, had a good, had a nice long career, and then, and and has played, has been like a kind of starter, bouncing around for a couple teams or backup, and uh, won the job in Ottawa, and now has had a pretty nice season. Um, He's fine. Um, But I like him because of one game that he played, when he was the goalie in the avalanche, um, and this would have been 2011 because I remember that because I was in the hospital, um, for a time. Um, uh, it was also the year, it was the, well, actually, you know what, this may actually have been 2010. I think it was because it was the, yes, because it was the, um, it was two thousand nine, two thousand ten season, and I think that's when Miller won the Vesna. And it was the first year, yeah. The Sabers played the Flyers in the first round, no Bruins, and lost. Um, yeah, yeah, because yes, because it was the Sabers hadn't been in the playoffs since the since oh seven when they when they, and then that horrendous off season. So there was a lot of excitement in town, but the, it was the first night of the playoffs, and. Um, I was looking forward to the game, but, uh, my, my left lung spontaneously, spontaneously collapsed. It was the second time that had happened. Um, I don't really want to tell that whole story. Um, but suffice it to say, um, it's one of those things that if you were, if you had, if you were had been in a room with me, seeing me, you would, I would look totally fine for one minute and then you would think I was pretending to be in pain because it was like, it's incredibly painful for about 10 minutes and then... Um, and then it's just unclear whether it's like a really bad muscle cramp, like on your, on my left chest side, like on my chest area, or, or, you know, to be honest, like whether I was having a heart attack, cause I, I you know, until, well, the first time it happened, I, you know, I really didn't know something was going on. Um, uh, and all that happens is, you know, like if you think of your lung, like a sponge, it's like one little air, little pocket on the, near the, near the limit of your, the outside, the edge, like the sort of outside edge of the lung, like bursts and air escapes, escapes, and then gets between your lung and the cavity in which your lung is housed. That's very, that's not a good thing. Um, because if that happens, if, you're, if, that, if if that happens and like all the air escapes that your lung, you probably are going to die. Not necessarily because of, well, perhaps from lack of oxygen, but also because uh, it'll just, it'll, it'll greatly change your kind of body's internal pressure and that puts a lot of strain on your heart and then might, that, that might kill you. Um, this usually happens when people like get hit by a car or stabbed or something. Um... And, uh, if you've ever seen a movie when, like, there's a scene where, like, an EMT will stick a pen in some—through someone's ribs to, like, that—that's—that they're, they're, the, they're doing that because the person's lung has collapsed, and that pen will let some air out of the chest cavity and actually will save your life. I, I, I learned that from uh, one of the EMTs that I was chatting to one of the times my lung collapsed. Anyway, again, I, I'll—I might—I could talk about this at more length sometimes. The point is I was—I over—it happened—um— four, four times officially to me, I think it, I think there was a fifth afterwards that was very minor, but the four, four times and I had two hospitalizations, two sort of extended hospitalizations, which is like a week each. Um, right. Yeah. Um, but, but later times I didn't have as, I didn't stay as much as, as long as I did in the hospital. Um, Wow. I guess it was. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so, so back to the, so so this, but this, this, this time that this April of 2010, um, was the first time that it, second time that it had happened. And that's when I had a surgery on it. And, uh, so I was in the hospital for like a week, you know, leading up to the surgery and recovering from it. But, but it's, 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 it's that first week of April. I mean, literally I went in on the first night of the playoffs um, and the first round of the playoffs is a good time to be in the hospital, in my opinion, because um, there are games every day. There are two games every night, every day. And sometimes, because you're because this was in Buffalo, um, there are multiple channels showing games. So there might even be like two games on at once, especially like if, say, the Sabres are playing um, at each time. So you got the seven o'clock games and 10 o'clock games, West Coast. Um, and of course, when you're in the hospital, time doesn't really matter. So... It was great. My whole schedule kind of started to become revolve around hockey, and it's just nice to have something to, that to kept me connect. It was nice to have a thing that kept me connected to the outside world. Um, and again, this is this actually gets back to hockey being um, for me, um, and re, you know, the, the, well, I'll finish the point before I make the larger connection. Um, hockey has always been a thing that, you know, um, well, look at these last few years. The Sabers have employed um, people with you know, questionable, uh, criminal behaviors, even, even, let alone, um, I don't know. It's just, you know, certainly there've been a lot of character questions we might say. Um, and, uh, and then they, and and then the, 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 the general manager just completely didn't care clearly. Um, so, but, you know, but, but so then, so then why, as someone who takes that stuff really seriously, why could I even still watch this team? Um, well, not, it's not, it wasn't easy. Um, uh, and maybe I'm being a little overly glib, but the the the, the team, the the, the sh- like the logo and the name and the idea of the team has nothing to do with the people that wear the jersey. Sometimes, um, well, always, um, except in very rare occasions. Um, so, you know, it's uh, and and I think that this also is this attitude of behavior um, having you know not really affecting my. feelings toward an idea um they're also that's that's a that's a dangerous thing in other walks of life for sure but it's uh but i developed it because of the sports teams i love and grew up watching sabers and bills um they never really gave me any reason to continue to for me to continue to love them they don't give anything back um so off so often but then of course sometimes sometimes they do but or seem like they're going to but uh um I've i've had very little sort of day-to-day demands of, of the, of a team. Um, but there's some sort of, uh, higher, um, devotion, I suppose I could call it that, that I, um, I mean, it's the same, it's the only, the only thing I can equate it to is why people would have, I mean, it's, I would, it's my, it's the only form of faith that I understand is faith in the Sabres, um, and to some extent the Bills, um, but, you know, but the, the comparison is like, um the importance is like the sabers are the sun and the bills are the moon it's like the moon doesn't really do anything but like yeah it's nice and it's kind of pretty sometimes and it's there um but it's who cares it's the moon whereas the sun is like it actually makes you feel good uh, or can um but uh anyway um so yeah um so having the, having this team to, to watch, having any, I mean, and, 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 all hockey, you know, is, is, is even, you know, non-saber teams are, are much, even smaller versions of, of, of the moon, I suppose. It's like, but there's still, I still love watching hockey and just having that in the hospital was a great thing because it was, it gave me some, something to believe in still. Um, even if it was just the, the fact that I was still, regardless of whether I knew what was going on in my chest cavity, I was, um could watch teams and 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 that and that was the world was still happening and i was still there to to watch it at the very least um so one of in that first round uh the the the, the avalanche uh, so it was a colorado who was an eight seed was playing san jose and i know that san jose went on to win this series um but game one i it was it was clear it was in uh san jose he were a huge favorite um and again, they did win this series pretty handily, as I recall. But uh, um, game one was a zero. It, ended, it basically was. It the, the, the there was a final score was a one nothing win for Colorado, which was a huge upset. And in fact, Ryan O'Reilly was credited with the overtime winner, um, even though uh, Dan Boyle shot it into his own goal by accident, which unlike on the one of the first plays of overtime, which was insane. Um, but Craig Anderson was the was the Colorado goalie. And I'd never really, you know, again, I, I'd seen, I know I had seen him before somehow or other, whether it was, because I think he, I think he used to be on, I, I want to say he might've been on the Panthers once. I mean, he just, he's just, again, he's just been one of those guys that has been around. Um, but he was on, he was with Colorado and he just, he he just played the most, like, he just played the greatest single game I've seen a goalie play and I've seen some some good ones from from Hashik and um but you know what let me, let me it was it was the most uh you know e- even if I hadn't been in the hospital um just wanting a connection with humanity um I would have really become a big Craig Anderson fan based on the way he the like the the gutsiness of his performance last night because again it's not like He's not Hasek. Now ha- Hasek was, you know, a, was a Picasso in the in in there. He was just a brilliant, um, just complete alien creature that came in and stopped the puck with his with all, all any part of his body. But it was natural to him, and um, nobody ever taught Hasek to be like that. He just that's who he he was expressing himself as a goalie, because um, he had this insane natural gift. Um, and you see in a lot of you know there are, there are plenty of players who have that sort of similar thing, I, I would, I would say. Um, but I don't think Anderson has ever been, he's never, uh, you know, he's never been certainly like that. He's not a guy who, um, made it to NHL, I don't think, purely because he's just a freak, um, in that sense, in the, in the, in the good sense. Um, but he's, uh, but he's, I think he's made it because he, and he's stuck around, I think, I mean, it would seem because, <coughs> excuse me, because he loves playing and he's, uh, works hard and tries hard and has never been able to get by just on talent, just on that. Um, uh, although obviously he's very talented cause he's in the NHL. Um, but it, that game, the way, he, cause the Sharks, again, they've, they were, they, they had, they have still, and they certainly had then several of those guys who were absolutely in their peaks. You know, if Thornton and Marlowe and, um, Well, they're the only two, they're the oldest ones. If they are, if they're, you know, at the tail end now, they were still in in their absolute prime, you know, in 2010. Um, and they didn't have Brent, they didn't have Burns yet, but Pavelski would have been like a rookie. Um, and they were really, I mean, they were really, it was, but it was, this was in like, you know, early Sharks uh, where they were like perennial contenders, but always choked in the playoffs. I think they won this round again, but, um, it wasn't, you know, obviously it wasn't until like last year that they even made it to the finals, but, um, but so it, but it was a 0-0 tie through 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 regulation um, and those games can be you know i've seen some i've seen some really good 0-0 games in my remember i can remember um, i remember and i have a um, or you know or or games that are essentially 0-0 and then there's like one late goal and maybe even another empty netter so it's you know it's a, it ends up 1-0 2-0 nothing, nothing, and um, but those can be great but it's essentially a, a through you know as far as the meaningful parts of the game at 0-0 zero, zero, and you know, of course in the playoffs it's even it's, it's so, those are just great or they can be and this one was because it was great action incredible saves but great plays and just but no one could score because both goalies were were playing phenomenally um and I feel like Toscala might have been the I might have or or it was Niemi um uh, I don't know what am I saying because he was he would have been with Chicago then I might have been I might have even might have been toscola or like late um uh oh man, what was the guy they had forever? Um, now, you know, it might've even been Evgeny Nabokov or Nabokov, but at any rate played, it was great goaltending. Um, and then like a weird fluke goal ended it, which was crazy, but Colorado won. Um, and it was awesome. Um, although for some reason I feel like that game took place in Colorado. Um, so you know what, maybe that was even, you know what it did, that was game three. Um, I want to say because it were three or four, because it would have been in, it was not because game one, I wouldn't have seen because, well, you know what I should, maybe that would actually help if I researched it. So I'm not even going to bother. I, in my memory, it seems like it was in, would have been in Colorado. Cause I feel like the crowd went nuts in the game. And obviously if they were the eighth seed, it couldn't have been games one or two, but it doesn't matter. Um, it, the point is Craig Anderson played, literally played his heart out and, uh, Um, won that game, and I just—it was just one of those times where that's kind of that's that that's that. Craig Anderson is one of the reasons, and this, and specifically that, this game for Craig Anderson is one of the reasons that I do watch sports, because and and specifically watch teams that are more than just the Sabers or even the Bills, where I where I say that I have this sort of faith connection with, as opposed to results connection. Um. You know because sometimes you can, sometimes it's, you know, there are, there are, there are moments, there can be moments where, um, like this, where I'm watching a game and I have no connection to the sharks or the avalanche. Um, and yet someone, this, this is another kind of greatness, actually, um, unexpected greatness that comes from someone who's not, you know, capital G great, like all the time. Um, greatness can be a single performance that is, everything works flawlessly. Um, or but you know or whatever or just just everything works and it's it's in its and its brilliance. Um, that's another. That's that's an even almost more moving type of, of greatness. I think because it's um, I don't know. It just kind of it just sort of sometimes it can happen and uh, it's not even exact, exactly clear why except that it did and um, and, that, and, and then it, and then it becomes very meaningful and it still still does for me um, because I can't really root for Ottawa in anything um because just, just rivalry and whatever but i really like some of the guys in their on their team and um uh, same reason like i could never you know i couldn't root for the flyers um but i really like a lot of the guys in the team i couldn't really root for the leafs but i really like you know obviously some of the guys in their team um so yeah but uh i i i really felt felt bad for anderson last night i mean um, but you know, but I guess, but I also don't because he has nothing to be ashamed of. He was phenomenal. I mean, he was, he gave, it was such a great play run. Um, and yeah, and he's, uh, he's earned it. And, um, I hope he, I, I mean, it sounds like, and it sounds in, even more, imp- more importantly than all this, it sounds like his wife's doing well, which is the best. Um, yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to talk about Craig Anderson and, uh, I have, and, um, yeah, I had, a, I don't know. I had a couple more things. I, I know I was, I promised someone, uh, another friend of the pod that maybe we'll have, I'll have on someday, uh, my friend Steve. Um, we were just texting cause he was listening on the radio to the game last night and we just agreed how good hockey is when you listen to it. Um, you know, and I take it for granted because I just watch games on, on, on like Apple TV now or, you know, just on TV. Um, and, uh, but you you lose on a TV broadcast. You don't get the sound. You don't get the on ice sound nearly as much. Um, or even if you do, it's just mixed down beneath the announcers naturally. Um, but when you listen to radio hockey, you, you they, they it's very different because you just get the you just get the voice, and the crowd is mixed way way down, and and then the the ice sounds are a little higher. I feel like um so i get you, you really get to hear you, you hear skates you hear shouts you hear sticks and pucks and hockey has the best sounds that's you know and that's that's a thing that you don't that's why people need to go see a game in person because you don't even you don't even know how wonderful the sounds of hockey are until you've been there um i mean i could just i could listen to to hockey being played you know forever um i really think it'd be a great white noise um like, concept album is just hockey, uh, and, uh, in fact, there'd be, there'd be a funny, like, piece of performance art is just have a team called White Noise, um, actually, maybe that's not such a good idea, but just be a team that skates around and never does anything but plays hockey, um, anyway, um, I, I, I don't, I, I I only ever preface things as saying that might be good performance art as a joke, so that's what that was, um, but anyway, uh, It's an interesting thing because I don't think, I don't think any other sport is that significantly better in person or on radio than hockey. Football is much, is infinitely better on TV. it's fun in person, but it's, it's also not because, um, you have to deal with all those people and that can be awful. Um, and it's, the stadium's huge and the field is small and you're far away and, um, basketball, very fun in person but very difficult to get seats that are close. And if you can, which I, I was lucky enough to do once and sit courtside and was, yeah, that was the, I mean, that was the coolest thing I've ever done sports-wise. Um, but I'll never be able to, I mean, I don't know how, I'll probably never be able to do that again. Um, or I certainly can't, it's unpredictable. And if you go to a game and you go to a basketball game and sit up high, it's fun, but it's just like, okay, whatever. It's basically like watching TV would, would be better because you can, see a, you can see them closer. Hockey, I don't care where I sit. Um, in fact, I'd rather sit a little farther away from the glass cause I want to see the whole ice, but you still get that sound quality and there's nothing like it. Um, just being able to vaguely hear guys shouting and, and the, just the, and this, the crispness of a stick of a puck hitting a stick. That's the, that's my favorite sound. Um, and skates just such a wonderful thing. Um, but you don't get that on TV. Um, you just get, uh, you just get the visual of uh, whatever might happen. So, yeah. I don't know, maybe and of course and then see this will be maybe once once when I after I end this little opening and then we I talk with Adam. I I think we'll I'd to like to talk about baske- about baseball because there's a sport that does have good sound, but there's also a complete lack of activity. And even going to see a baseball game and I I say I am someone who became a baseball fan really since upon moving to New York. Um but uh it's very fun, but it's so different than the intensity of going to the other major sports, like a football game or a hockey game or ba- basketball. It's like baseball. You're just like, it, it doesn't, it's just so different. Um, very, but, but, but great. Um, and maybe, maybe we'll get into that. We'll see. So yeah, I, I guess I just, you know, I, I, was remembering being in the hospital and, and caring about Craig Anderson and, um, feeling like, feeling like there was a, there's just a, there was, there was something out there that I don't know, just a reminder of continuing on and and, 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 continuing to fight when things might seem a little down. Um, and Craig Anderson continues to be like that. Um, and his wife, I mean, not just him, but, uh, you know, um, you can't not like people like that, I think. And, um, those are the kinds of people that I want to root for. And, uh, there, there can always be more of them. So I just wanted to say thank you to Craig Anderson and hope, uh, hope you and your wife are gonna are doing okay so uh i think that'll be this the opening piece and then uh i'm gonna bring in adam uh probably we'll record this like tomorrow or something or sometime this weekend so i had this episode up shortly but uh yeah um those are my thoughts all right <laughs>
1: Holding this nice... I'm just holding this so close to my face, too. I mean... That's that, fine. I don't know. So we've started. That's what I like. Yeah. Get get right in on it. Sure.
0: Well, uh, we're back now. Uh, we've got a very special guest, as I mentioned in the opening. And uh, it's Adam. Former, All
1: right. Yeah. How's it going? Good. Gl- happy to cut off any intros. It's fine. I already did one. So
0: this is funny because it's our first... We actually dreamed of doing this type of thing a long time ago, but now we have the equipment... Um, we don't live any together anymore, but that's all right.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Even more special to, well, uh, yeah. come over and be a guest. Sure. Um,
0: yeah. Cause, uh, we've wanted to do a podcast for a long time and then we have, but not like this. So. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's I don't know. It's what are your thoughts? What do you what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's come full circle that we decided we can't just do a podcast where we sit and talk to each other, right? Because who wants that? Yeah, but instead me. we no, no one work wants to listen to it either. five times as hard on uh, right. scripting right podcasts For and... like three out for
0: <laughs> three years on like one show, and you're gonna go to Asia and Europe and then like come back. Oh, let's now we can finish the first season of the Black Widows, and now we're that now three podcasts later here we are. Yep. Um, and we're here not to talk about, I mean, we can talk about whatever we want because it doesn't matter. Um, but I thought we could, we could, we could talk about some, some baseball or some, or football, whatever you want. It's, 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 sure. bas- it's it is a hockey podcast after yeah, all, but it's, but barely, I mean, I spent more time <laughs> talking about the NBA and Broadway than I have hockey, I think. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not
1: really a hockey season. <laughs>
0: it's not really hockey. Well, even though it's like the final, well, I guess starting, it is the but it does, pinnacle but it's, of hockey season. Right. But it's stupid because it's June and who cares? I actually saw a really good tweet today, which is like, the, the, pointlessly, the NHL starts, training camp starts in mid-September, which is all, which is dumb, and then the season starts in early October, and yet they insist on having the finals be like the first two weeks of June. Just bump it all back two weeks. Sure, Ju- at like, least. Ev- yeah, at you least. Should play,
1: you should play the playoffs hockey in the winter. That'd well, be, that's,
0: be, that's true also.
1: Yeah. yeah, right after baseball is over. Let's I agree. Let's flip the whole yeah, season we should around. Re- we
0: should really should just make it we're one g- <laughs> big sports league that dominates everything, and there's just seamless sports. We're almost there. I know.
1: We're, we have some pretty bold ideas about how to uh, yeah, change that's true. <laughs> <we're talking> professional <laughs> hockey. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Well, we can, yeah. I do, I mean, I think, I don't know. Yeah. So there's, we have, Well, we have some bold ideas about a number of sports, not just hockey. Sure. Um, but I, did, I do yeah.
1: agree that hockey is just the winteriest sport. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And So why not? Why not embrace that mm-hmm. instead of I don't know how they came or upon the schedule just, in the Or maybe there should place. be just
0: a rule that after a certain point they just have to go outdoors, just blade it up, rollerblades. Sure. You know, like I think there's Ducks a lot of style. I think there's
1: enough drama going on in there anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if they need to move. Uh, I remember, like in in uh, video game baseball mm-hmm. uh, that I would play. On the computer, growing up, or it'd be and like Griffey
0: Junior's home run '99 or whatever it was. i like, with, Yeah, uh, some was,
1: some even more generic uh, version. Sure. But you could like choose to play on the moon or like change the. What? Yeah, oh, there were like specialty that sort of stadiums stuff. that you could. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Playing. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was when I think base- some fun to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think baseball would benefit from more like. <laughs> more Imagine location. how far Bryce Harper could hit the ball on the moon. <laughs>
0: It'd be like a ten thousand foot. It would never come down. Actually,
1: yeah. and running the bases itself would be so much more entertaining. Yeah, You're... you
0: could just picture it like Pete Rose slides from like a crater and then like take somebody out cleats first. Yeah, I, I like that. Why. He
1: he also would be good enough to k- still play moonball because like oh, yeah. he's he's old, but he's still got the good hand That's eye right. contact. You're, look
0: at the career span of a moon player, like m- of major moon league baseball, the MMLB would be phenomenal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> MLB exactly be great. Yeah. Yeah, That's but true. but I think that it would I think baseball would benefit more from uh, more specialty stadiums or like sending great teams idea. to the beach or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, I think hockey uh, has it's good wh- where it is in the in the small arenas. The See, in i in the I winter know. winter towns in Canada.
0: Yeah, but we've got hot. We got NHL teams in Dallas and L.A. Um, Nashville, but Nashville's done really well. You got to I mean, you know, against all odds. They've turned it into a hockey town.
1: Uh, they're in the finals. I haven't seen a single Predators well, game. why would you ever? <laughs> this playoffs. But yeah. I did watch the game seven of, of Pittsburgh and oh, sure. uh, Ottawa. Yeah. Well, the overtime. The overtime. So I watched... <laughs> nothing happened in the period that I watched, but yeah, sorry. Uh, it was very exciting nonetheless. That's good.
0: Yeah. So I, uh, I, I, I watched the pe- overtime and then fell asleep.
1: Yeah, I, yeah me too. Because these games are too late. I know. But I... The only other time that I ever w- even watched hockey playoffs was like sophomore year with Steve because oh, right, he was so yeah. into hockey. The Canucks. Yeah, that... that's
0: like the one time he actually ca- cared because the Canucks were good then and haven't been since, but yeah.
1: Yeah. And I understood the beauty of playoff hockey, but haven't really watched much, only like, you know, a couple periods yeah. here and there this year, but I mean, there's no point. Don't care about it. Well, I mean, I
0: didn't watch <laughs> as many Sabres as I did this Well, when you were still living here, I mean, I definitely Well, I st- I would watch them probably basically you know, in my mind, I want to be watching every game. For no, I don't know why, but I. But, but it, I sort of. But you, but you would watch. You know, you'd watch some of it. But see, this is what's interesting is because you can tell that a guy like Eichel is a good player when you watch him, right? He's like, fast. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah. Whereas, like, you, like no one else in the Sabers is like, who's that guy? There's no one. <laughs> None of them are ne- any good.
1: Just magic on the ice there. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah. Um. But. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, but but you you have the the hometown um, like what Glory. I don't know what to call it of, of when you're watching your home team and they're not very good. So by the time they go down two goals to zero in like the first or second no, period, no, yeah. it's yeah. like, you, are you really gonna keep watching like? Not
0: when your team's bad, <laughs> right? Well, and if, see, this is why I thought that we could talk about the Mariners because I was watching them yesterday. Um,
1: just not get any hits. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: they were playing the Sox and like. So it was. I turned it. I think it was like fourth inning. They were down. I saw on the MLB app that like the bases were loaded for the Sox. I'm like, this is not good. But I'm gonna turn it on, and
1: uh well, at least something interesting might happen. Even if it's bad, I'm willing to watch the other team like crush a bunch of homers. Yeah, sure. Us or something.
0: Um. But so, so imagine like a like no outs, bases loaded. Like, what's the worst way your team can start giving up <laughs> runs? And it happened twice in a row. Basically, I think I forget. I think Gallardo was the
1: starter no i don't know it's a, that guy. it's
0: a name of a pitcher on the mariners that's the best, uh, the best thing i'm going I'm, I'm gonna
1: question you on that one all right well we can i've never we can seen check him. the tape i've watched at least a dozen games this year and uh never heard of him.
0: well that well you, might, you may never
1: see him again after <laughs> what he
0: did last yesterday the stuff he pulled he like he threw it like and it hit well the catcher like missed it and then it just like bounced off the catcher's mask into no, the abyss and then hit like, him in the face. Or first. I know, I know it just, he just, well, he, I mean, maybe it didn't hit him in the face, but he just, he definitely <laughs> missed it and it bounced off of some part of him and then, and he ran off and then the, the so the Sox just easily scored a run because the, it was like a, but it wasn't even, re, it was a bad, it was not a wild pitch. It was a bad pitch that was also missed.
1: Right. It happened just, twice in a row. So the oh first God. guy
0: did it and then they replaced him with that super jacked reliever. and I forget his name. Another, yeah. Yeah, I know um, who you mean.
1: Don't know the name either. But he was,
0: but then his first pitch, He'd like, he would like the same exact thing happened. He missed his spot, and then the catcher didn't catch it, and then they just, did, they just gave up a run. So it was instantly three nothing, off two like ridiculous,
1: horrible pass plays. balls.
0: So I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah, things there? that and it is... should
1: be routine that right. just they can't get a handle for. Right. Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: And so Ben and like scored. Well, he like oversaw two runs for the Sox and didn't even have to do anything. But I always like Benintendi because I feel like Benintendi's I, his name is like a weird plural of B Nintendo. <laughs> so I hope that that was like a thing that kids did to make fun of him as a. kid. Mean, I, I don't, I don't know I'm, where
1: he grew up, but I doubt they were sophisticated they enough were that, to, sophisticated, for that. Yeah, that um, joke. They well, probably we just called him a nerd. <laughs> right.
0: But I hope he had multiple Nintendo systems as a kid. Maybe he was playing baseball on the moon. But he just thought maybe I could be Nintendi.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Y- you know, he ha- he was one of those kids who had like the <laughs> name on the jersey. Just like, oh, Benitell, yeah. like I'm gonna be a big leaguer someday. Right, my jersey's gonna go from shoulder to shoulder, and it did. <laughs> it does. Wow. Yeah, I haven't seen much of him, but uh, he seems he seems quite good. Is I, he? That's is what he? I hear. He's is he officially and... a rookie this year? I don't know. I think he would technically be a rookie. I don't know. But... He played some last year, but you have to get a certain amount of games. But uh, that just is a prime example of the Sox having exciting young players who might be good. Yeah. Um, Versus the Mariners, who right. have... But they got
0: hair guys. Two hair guys, right? Yeah.
1: And then old players.
0: Well, some, I guess, are not... No,
1: mo- most of them are are young nobodies. Mm. Uh, I know they got Gene Segura this year from oh, right. from the D-backs, I think. From your backs. My backs, yeah. Uh, and Hanegar, who was their oh, best right. player, actually, until he got hurt. Yeah. And, and, and actually, I saw some headline about how the Mariners have the most days of players being hurt. Uh, of course taken off yeah. of any team in the league and you know there's just a big write-up about the mets and how they're started yeah, well the message yeah you're they're a big market team or we right. live in new york so right you would hear about it there's but... there's
0: there something in the in yeah in like ESPN recently which said like there was like it said it quoted like you know they, they described this as said arrival gm or something is was how they quoted this guy and he <laughs> said something like the mets are a profitable disaster or something perfect <laughs> and then, like i bought a mets hat yesterday People are buying Mets garbage. People are buying Tebow jerseys left and right. You know what I do hope happens is that Tebow gets called up and actually leads the Mets on an improbable wild card run
1: this year. Yeah, that would
0: be the greatest thing that ever he, happened. In he sports. leads them to
1: one playoff win, and yeah. then he jokes. It's
0: literally, the plot that would be the plot of our of our baseball drama, except he'd be a hitter. But yeah, and a former NFL and a former, quarterback, and a former NFL bust. Yeah, it would be amazing. I just hope Tebow—I mean, hope he—if the Mets continue like this, they have nothing to lose by putting him in there except more games. Yeah, he's selling
1: tickets. But they're
0: going to lose anyway, so put Tebow in there and just sell some jerseys. At this point, I just want to see the tire fire go as (laughs) hot as possible.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's that's great. See, the Mets have potential. They they I I was struck by the fact that they have a rival GM, whereas the Mariners, I think people don't know they're actually playing. That's right. Um, Oh,
0: there's like wait, but isn't Ichiro like dead? Like no, he's a he's still playing, and B there are other Mariners good players. But
1: yeah, Uh, no, no, he 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 was pretty much it for. He's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess they got Robinson Cano to bridge the gap and.
0: I mean, who cares?
1: He's supposedly good, but also hurt. But just yeah. actually more Mariners players, or they've had more roster moves than any other With team or something. It's just like they're just recording. cycling through yeah. minor leaguers to, yeah, uh, no while, while all the people you've heard about get hurt. Right. Felix and Cano, which is just back from the DL. And right. then Hanniger, who was actually the best player. I had never heard of him, but he was Nobody the best has. player on the Mariners. Yeah. Well, no meanwhile,
0: more. yeah, and meanwhile, the backs are just winning games. I watched a bit of uh they're playing the Brewers again last night and they won. They're just oh, the good. Brewers are good too I the think. Brewers are good too yeah, but uh, backs, yeah, and Granky's pitching today, and he's been like he's been like the best pitcher this year in baseball,
1: yeah, he just needed to get over the breakup with the Dodgers and right. Kershaw well, he
0: and, yeah, he and Kershaw like had to deal through some issues <laughs> yeah through some issues, but he cut his they're...
1: hair, he buckled right. down, right probably went to a sweat lodge out there, yeah. It works.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I, yeah, I, you know, I think maybe it takes. Maybe there's like a, there's some breaking in period with. It's like a it's like a good baseball glove. You got to break <laughs> it in, but that's what Arizona is. It's just a giant leathery baseball glove of a town. Yeah, and takes some time to get used to it. Now he's fine.
1: I I actually like speaking of playing different places at different climates. I mean, I think Arizona actually has a strategic mm-hmm. advantage maybe over their opponents if they're playing in a really hot place and they can. Sure. They can make it through the summer swelter. It's possible. I, I think they close the the roof of that stadium. I think they do, but it's it really hot.
0: Yeah, I was reading in the off season that apparently the team is trying to leverage the town to like pay for the operational costs of that stadium because like the AC bill is so <laughs> astronomical <laughs> that they're like the the backs are just like no we're not going to pay that and it's like yes you are like that's like, crazy like, like pay it like you know, but they're trying to like say well we'll just leave if we don't if you don't pay it it's just like it's another sports team trying to like. Make make its town say uncle.
1: Yeah, like, as soon as they got any kind of good, yeah, at all. Like no, I think we would say this before they were before good
0: because they, they were awful last year.
1: <laughs> and I don't know how they're good now, but
0: I guess they I guess they're getting better pitching. But they did get Walker from Mariners. Yeah,
1: well, whatever happened, the Mariners ended up with two former Diamondbacks players, so we probably traded all of our valuable prospects. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just. I mean, right. this always happens. Like, right. really good young players or r- interesting young players who would play for the Mariners. But just weren't quite there yet. Sure, inevitably get shipped off somewhere, and right. then you see them five years later, and they're, and they're part like, of really, a championship team. Like right. I right. mean, there are a couple. I think the guy who actually got the last out for the Cubs in their World Series win pitched really? for the Mariners earlier that year. He was just a middle reliever. Oh, yeah, right. After the rain delay and whatever, right, 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 uh, right. they uh, they they went to the bullpen. Yeah. But so this happens all the time. We're just like, I think that guy played for the Mariners. Like, oh, he's really right. good for this actually good team. Sure. As a role player, but yeah, that's, that's kind of like the
0: thing. That's actually that same thing definitely happens for Buffalo teams too. It's like, um, I guess whenever you're mediocre, it's like your your team like a mid level player on a mediocre team looks worse than he does on a good team. Exactly. Because it's like you're just in a better position on a better team. So it's like That's why it's always difficult to like judge how good players actually are because it's like. You know, if he's just, if he's, if too much is being asked of this guy because, but like he's, a, he's a perfectly good, you know, like whatever, like six hitter, let's just say. But on a horrible team, like there's, he doesn't have anything to work with because he's whatever. But on a, on like a better team, like, or even just as a relief player, like he's a, you know, a bench player, like.
1: Yeah. You, know, you know what? Yeah. I, I, I feel like there is some, uh, some slight exception for pitchers where I feel like that's true. You it's should little... be able to just strike a guy out, you know, it's if that's good, your job. Yeah and I, I i know i know Providing that it works your catcher can catch the ball <laughs> yeah, yeah that's helpful right i know it works the same way uh as far as like asking too much of someone or put right. more pressure on him because there's less going on but i just right. feel like in pitching if you yeah. execute it, it it'll speak for itself like it sure. doesn't really matter what the context is it's you true. just gotta get this guy out it's true. Yeah. But uh th- th- this comes from a failed little league pitcher uh, right well
0: you know what you're talking about though. You, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You, i've got a like...
1: lifetime of experience in yeah. uh not coming through in the clutch sure. there on the mound
0: it's funny because you were telling me recently about your experience like um umpiring <laughs> i guess that's the verb for like kids <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, last weekend i was upstate and uh my my cousin is nine and was i watched like some of his game and it's hilarious because again none no of those kids can pitch although my are they pitching too- at nine yeah, they're pitching. Oh, which no, I don't that's think way too young. Idea. Yeah, well, clearly, because I watched, I didn't see one st- one actual strike. I saw some kids chase balls that you would never even in a while, even on the moon, you wouldn't chase that ball. <laughs> kids leaping up in the air and swinging with all their might to try and knock it out of the park and yeah, missing horribly. Helmet
1: falling down over their they, eyes. Like
0: they, they all but cartoonishly corkscrewed back into the dugout, like. <laughs> Like the Tasmanian Devil or something.
1: That's crazy to me that they would pitch. I mean, I, I remember there was coach pitch at first. That's certain what point. I, did.
0: the one year I played baseball, there was like the the dad pitched. And they almost told me, like, now just keep your eye on the ball and, and swing, just make contact. And I did that and I missed it every time. And then the one time that I said, you know, what, I'm screwed, I'm just going to th- swing as hard as I can, I crushed it and hit a triple. <laughs> so I'm like, well, clearly the coaches don't know what they're doing because I just, the one time I actually just said, I'm going to trust my instincts and just swing hard, I hit it. But if I just tried to think too much, I was like, I never did anything. I, I totally agree.
1: Uh, from yeah, my recollection as well. I was never good at hitting, um, yeah. and it was just so much intellectual crap being stuffed in your brain about right. how to hold the bat and right. where, how to stand and yeah, what and to it's do, like, whatever. You know, what? And you're like, why don't you? Th- why don't you just try to like swing for a while yeah, first? Yeah, I'm just
0: gonna like try and I'm just gonna like let my brain tell me when to swing, and I'm not even gonna listen to anything else. I'm just gonna close my eyes and do it yeah I'm that's what that's what the to be natural did. jr <laughs> if i've learned one thing from movies it's that the natural did did what he needed to do so i don't know
1: yeah you're or like matt saracen on friday night lights just close your eyes and heave it yeah <laughs> rely on your god-given ability
0: yeah just let god get the ball that's what tebow does
1: <laughs> worked for a while yeah, on the heisman
0: not, yeah in college just if you just pray hard enough you can do anything
1: i don't even understand what happened that black balled him from the nfl
0: lack of talent <laughs> he's just not good i mean he's a great he seems like he'd be a great te- honestly teams should just i think just just have him as like an inspirational figure
1: yeah well he's gonna be he's up for life
0: great, yeah but i think he'd be like a great teammate he seems like a great guy yeah just doesn't have he just doesn't have like the he doesn't have it i don't know it's always it, there's a weird trend of college quarterbacks that are great and then have no skill at the nfl i don't i really don't understand it i'm sure some Maybe we can get somebody... Well, I can get someone on here to explain it someday. I do,
1: I do feel like that's the great mystery of life. football. Right. Well, yeah. football and life, of sure. course. One and the same. Right. Is that... Is just the different ways that offenses are set up... Sure. And I just even after playing countless hours of Madden, I can never understand the schemes of uh, like route running and reading defenses as a quarterback. And I can totally understand if there's a different program where it's like uh, you're extremely talented, so just run around and hit the open guy. Versus when you have a really complicated. I mean, I don't want to give it too much credit. Because football coaches always are see- I know, trying first. to posture that they're like the, the smartest geniuses, people in the world, right. but like, I don't trust like I yet. do, I can understand how a guy Great. who's really fast and and good uh, with the ball in his hands can struggle. With more uh, sophisticated <sighs> yeah, defenses, or something, or just faster guys. I mean,
0: maybe I really misunderstand that the concept of like a passing offense. But I think I can understand sophistication in like a running game, because if you, I mean, I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's necessary. But like, you know, if you're gonna have your linemen do all sorts of weird blocking schemes, sure, that might be. I can understand you need to sort of like have that pre-planned and choreographed. But passing games, I feel like plays break down so much. Like, I think a lot of it is just the quarterback and re- and, and receivers just knowing each other and, yeah. and like you just can non-verbally communicate like oh like i see where there's a hole in the defense so i'm gonna run there and you'll just throw it to me
1: right or and just the quick response time because it's so easy just to get killed when right. you're I, I can't imagine actually playing quarterback no. it is like an insane undertaking it's <laughs> for your I mean, life I, yeah i think i think yeah think of all of the college quarterbacks who are just like it's gonna really? be me like i'm gonna be the i'm gonna be the guy who makes it all the way
0: yeah, I'm gonna be
1: Tom Brady. <laughs> and then like <laughs> you know, they all think that.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, how, yeah. And then like, cause I remember hearing. So it's, I think it was Derek. Carr, wait, I'm which going is, for
1: a a second beer.
0: What was the? What was? What is it? Is it Derek Carr on the Raiders now? Because yeah, his older brother David yeah. was the was the first pick in Texans history. And i and like he's one of those guys. I remember hearing like I think he got sacked like 80 times rookie year because they, they were, were terrible. They were, I they remember were an, when they, they first were an expansion came the team and they shouldn't have even played him. But essentially, I think he basically got ruined oh, because no. he just got just like you know that's a lot of free money to take, And He just like had no chance. Um, and I feel like uh, I don't know. It's just like it's, it's it's how can you even judge a guy because maybe he just got ruined by injuries. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know, because and then of course we just learned this week that like Brady apparently got a concussion that he didn't even like. Well, he didn't. Even, he still hasn't said it, but like his wife said that he got one and they didn't even report it.
1: But I was who watching... cares? I, I, I remember cares him getting that. sacked a couple times uh, this season where it just looked like his head got slammed into the ground. Ha- like so play. I'm not surprised at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially when you're Tom Brady, I'm sure people are trying to kill you. Right. So like. Yeah, but he's it's got his happen. like
0: mystical health guru who's helping him. Like, don't believe in the concussion. This is, let this... Your feelings forget that you're con- concussed.
1: <laughs> this puts me in an uncomfortable position because I feel like I uh, subscribe to the, uh, to the guru culture. Of, yeah, because uh... you're
0: weird West Coast nonsense. <laughs> but but I don't
1: believe in Tom Brady in any way. I don't think he's real. But yeah. like... <laughs> I don't think he's real either. <laughs> he's definitely, yeah, he's a fictional character. Um, but I do think that o- only eating strawberries, uh, can prolong your life. Oh wait, hasn't he never had years. a strawberry? Oh, right. Or is <laughs> that, is. or yeah. something like that? There's some, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's never had a strawberry. Yeah. And he, and
0: he doesn't drink coffee or isn't do doing, all these sorts. I mean, clearly he's just one of those people. He just like, I mean, I think he, he just would have been like great no matter what. And then like, but he's got this weird, because he was born in California, he's been convinced that like, it's because you've never done, you'd never had coffee. He's like, Oh yeah, it's totally true.
1: Yeah, whatever whatever yeah. your belief system has to be to compel you to do great things. Sure. Why not?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think he's just, yeah. I don't know. He's a rich guy. I don't care about him. He's <laughs> good, though. I mean, I did, I was, I did rewatch the highlights. Um, I think I mentioned this on Gchat the other day, but, like, I, I just watched the recent Super Bowl highlights, and I watched the Game 7 of Cavs Warriors. Amazing. Yeah. But we're just on and and, and I rewatched the, the the actually the final out of the Cubs because I was like I just want to like watch <laughs> so some championships. Good. And I was like, What a what a great string of I think I said this exact thing, but the great string of like championships except the NHL. I don't even rem- I mean I know the Penguins won last year, but I can't remember like a moment nobody there's nothing about them that made it into like my sports culture memory.
1: Right. But, and um, the others were so thrilling, so good, yeah. Because they were all huge, come from behind. Because uh, that's right. Yeah, baseball three one and and NBA yeah. were both three to one that's behind, right. and then of course the NFL Although, was the NFL version of that.
0: Wait, we're, yeah, the Cubs were down three one. Mm-hmm. That's, I forgot. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, that, that was such an interesting close, time though. because uh, yeah. I just remember all the all the debates were going on, like oh presidential God. debates that's were going right. on at the same time as the World Series, and everyone knew the Cubs were the best team and you know, and, some you know Cubs there's fans obviously sold a parallel to
0: the devil <laughs> and then the devil like a, a week later was like all right well i've come to collect <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now we got trump yeah november yeah, it's so true because uh, everyone is always anticipating the apocalypse, and it really only s- struck us when, once the Cubs yeah. won the well, World we had, we Series. Had... It's kind of the opposite of Angels in the Outfield. Like, it's no- right. nothing's okay once the it's Cubs right. win. It's right.
0: It's right. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Imagine, imagine Devils in the Outfield. I want to write. I think that's the movie we
1: should write. Devils behind the plate.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like Danny Glover is just Satan. <laughs> christopher lloyd i don't even know if he's still alive (laughs) he's he's satan's minion and joseph gordon levitt is just an old man (laughs) well he's 30. it'd be so funny if just like angels in the outfield 2 devils in the outfield (laughs) and it's about someone actually selling their soul so that the cubs would win and for that matter the Cavs won so cleveland i mean two of the like buffalo is the only city rust belt city that's like championship locked I suppose you could say no. The Detroit doesn't count because the Red no. Wings.
1: Yeah. Well, are, are the Red Wings good? Did they win recently. They've been one of the best. And the Tigers won. I mean, right, maybe it was like eight years, years ago. Maybe it was like 2008 right. or nine. But yeah. they they were really good for. Well, a few I mean, years. And
0: historically the Red Wings are one of the best hockey teams. I mean, they this year they they had a 25-year playoff streak, oh, that's which is right. amazing, and it broke this year. But,
1: Crazy. Um, that, yeah, that's the exact opposite of the Mariners' uh, playoff streak. They're, they're the team with right. the longest playoff drought. Uh, how long active is it in the majors uh, i think uh, 16 seasons because it, it, it's actually oh, it's actually incredible in, in another uh in a more literal sell your soul to the devil scenario the 2001 mariners were tied for the most wins in ma- major league history 116 really? wins wow. a- you know and they're tied with like a 1907 or whatever right. Uh, yeah, like way team. too long ago to even count. Yeah, I, I forget the exact number. But, you know, it was like a, this fabled team that 116 sure. games back before baseball right. was even the same thing. Right. Uh, they
0: played with a beach ball back then.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was Ichiro's first year, and he won Rookie of the Year and MVP. Amazing. And it was right after A-Rod was shipped to the Yankees, or the Rangers or the Rangers, Yankees. Yeah. Um, wow. and and yeah, it was this incredible season, but you just, you know, looking back, you know it was better. completely tainted by steroid use, right. like the, all right. these all these guys who went on to do nothing after that year. Sure. But it was just this incredible, magical year in 2001, um, and That's right. they, yeah, they, they, and they were tied for the best, the, the most wins ever. And I just remember being so mad that they couldn't win one more game. Right. And, and uh. I just remember... Uh, I just remember specifically this was so in 2001. I was uh, still going to a baseball camp in the summer. Of I never course, went to real yeah. camp, but right. I, uh, I like baseball camp in eastern Washington. Sure. And, That's uh, there is. yeah, it's the desert out there for sure. That's right. And, you know, most people there were Mariners fans. They're from the region, mm-hmm. uh, coming to this baseball camp on like a college campus. And That's so cool. we would meet in like, uh, Common room mm. occasionally to watch Mariners oh, games. it was great! You know, yeah. after the day's practices and sure. whatnot. that's fine. And uh, and because they were amazing. I mean, they were winning every game, right? And yeah. it was Ichiro, and it was just incredible. Um, and
0: in Griffey, what, he was, was he still? No, Griffey was gone. out. Was he, Griffey like was Cincinnati gone. Or Griffey or was
1: in Cincinnati. Yeah, Terrible. he was. He had been gone for a couple of years, or maybe right. even just one. He had left the year before. Right. And uh, so Ichiro was really all we had to hold, hold our hats round. on and uh, yeah and Mike Cameron came it was oh, the first yeah. year because Mike Cameron came in to replace Griffey so it was either right. a year or two after he left right and but he was hitting home runs making amazing plays right. in center like all you could ask for right sure. like well he's not going to be Griffey but he's doing his best yeah right, um, sure. and they they won so many games and I just have a, a vivid memory of watching a Mariners game at camp uh-huh. with, with all the kids and uh, they're playing the Indians mm. in Cleveland, and they were up like thirteen to four or something. It was just some some insane number, right. and it, it happened so quickly, like uh-huh. in the third or fourth inning, they were up by ten. Right. Uh, and then just inning by inning, no, the Indians no, no. scored one or two runs for inning, and they had they like tied it in the ninth. Mm. And we stayed up late, it went to like the thirteenth inning or something, and the Mariners <sighs> lost. Horrible. And, you know, it was in the midst of this epic season so it's kind of like all right whatever you're allowed to to have one of those yeah uh and then of course they end up tied for the most wins in history and and it's like if you could just ask for for one game back brutal yeah Uh, it's painful and it's just funny that it'll just never be enough to have an incredible team uh, you well, know, I'm, whether it is too bad that all, they, all these guys are probably on steroids, but they were, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, sure. and then of course they only they lost in the first round against the Yankees. That's the worst thing, right? And you're just you just kind I of think that. like you, you can just see this coming from a mile away. Right. Like no matter how good you think your team is, you just have this deep history of choking <sighs> when it matters most, right. and you can't avoid that. You can't, it's true. You can't can't outrun it that's
0: right but you did but the Seahawks won the Super Bowl in terms of your see this is why I mentioned that because see Buffalo we uh, you know the Sabres have been to the finals we didn't really get screwed out of the not that I was alive but in 1975 first time the Sabres made the cup final just lost to the Flyers whatever
1: it was probably amazing that they got there
0: yeah because they only existed for like five years or maybe that was maybe that was their sixth season I forget I know they came in in 70 but I don't know if that means whatever um, very early in their career history, but in the '99, which is like the first year that I really followed them, they made it to the finals and lost on like a, a a goal that clearly violated the the written rule of the league, uh, but of the, goalie but interference
1: or something, or no, kicked it.
0: The guy had his foot in the crease and the puck. Like there was a very specific wording of the rule that if your foot is in the blue paint but the puck is not and you score, it's an illegal goal. Wow. And that happened, but then the commissioner then said like, well. We changed the rule. We just didn't tell anyone yet. I mean, you just like, you just like lied about it, and then then we d- but we lost. Got paid off. Basically, um, so we just lost the cup. I mean, I don't know that we would have won anyway. But it just sucks when that the stings, actual though. goal is not real. So anyway, the Sabers did make it once and then lost in fecal. And of course, the Bills lost four straight Super Bowls. Yeah, just that, through you just mediocrity. You
1: can't really get over that one. Yeah, that's uh, and I, those that's are some so of, tough. those
0: are really some of my earliest life
1: memories. Because <laughs> so, that was in the late '90s, right?
0: early 90s um oh yeah it was 90 90 through 93 uh, okay so i was like two through you know six or yeah five.
1: that was really before i was cognizant of sports because i remember the first oh for sure the I, first you know, Mariners I season i was aware of really was 95 which was their like best season ever uh in in lore well no, you know not in wins wise but right in Mariner's i, mean, I just, lore i do i, but I was I have, like seven
0: i have memories of going to watch the suit th- some of some of those super bowls um like I mean, not not even the game. early
1: memories of crippling disappointment yeah, as true. a I just four remember, year old. Like, <laughs>
0: my dad grimly driving us home and being like, "I don't want to talk about anything." And then like, but I, I mean, I, I don't remember watching because I didn't. Yeah, it was like four or five. Like, but I remember going to our our fa- our friend's house and being in his basement where they were they were watching. But yep. uh, I was playing foosball with like the other guy's son who was like ten years older. Exactly. Um, but. uh. Anyway, the point is, loss has defined my life. I mean, just being a loser has defined my entire world. Yeah, view.
1: and and the Seattle sports was exactly the same way until the recent oh, Seahawks. Uh, that was a
0: fun night, though. I was there, we watched. We watched yeah, we were the yeah. bunch of
1: Seattle people in right. New York. Well, we were with a few Seattle people, a lot people in New York, and then a lot of people. Yeah, like, so see, we really like Super
0: Bowl stirs.
1: Yeah, we. Oh yeah, the le- you know it was Street. it was it was theater people watching the right. Super Bowl, so they couldn't care less about a game, and it was only right. the fact that they were. Maybe five or six people from Seattle watching the, the Yeah, we're in like the most ridiculous Seahawks.
0: apartment ever. Yeah, when
1: super the... swanky uh, Upper West Side apartment. Um, but, yeah. y- you know, you really saw it from the outsider's eyes because a, the Seahawks went up right away. It was never well, that close. It wasn't really a good game. It was a horrible game. I mean, it was exciting for for sure. literally the first five minutes because the Broncos it first, snapped into the end zone the on the first play. play. Yeah, and then the, the Seahawks <laughs> got an inter, like an interception sure. and another interception, and it was just over. But so everybody right. just tuned out immediately. But it was you know the right. best night of my life because yeah. Seahawks See, actually is, won. That's right. Uh, yeah. you, the whole time you're just thinking, you know, we you made being... it to one other Super Bowl before that, which we took completely That's right. didn't Sean show Alexander. up for but you were on a plane for that right or something yeah yeah so the, that was that was like my senior year of high school so i was <laughs> going out to look at colleges right right uh, that i was applying to i i'm pretty sure that was it I, it might have been when i visited ithaca actually cuz it was i'm you, sure it was because yeah. it was in the dead of winter that I visited Ithaca, of course, because that's right. when else would you go to see right. the real Ithaca? It's the true Ithaca,
0: <laughs> yeah. the most miserable place on earth. Yeah, it
1: was very cold and snowy, of course. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, I was on a plane during the Super Bowl, my mom, of course, had booked it, you know, months in right. advance, not knowing, <laughs> not knowing Typical or caring mom that move. the, the yeah. Seahawks would actually be in the Super Bowl. Right. And so I saw the first half on a on, at the yeah, airport in like, the Ro- in like rochester international yeah and 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 it was going pretty well the refs had it out for the seahawks a little bit but we were right. still ahead going into the half or whatever and then we basically landed to the news of the they've lost welcome to Seattle, it was, it's where, against where the local time is 6 45 p.m
0: and the seahawks have lost <laughs> yeah hope you enjoy your stay yeah like you know what JetBlue, i'm never flying again with you <laughs>
1: anyway yeah yeah it's their fault <laughs> It yes, is. but, but in, in the end, back to the hometown kind of disappointment, sure. it's, I'm almost happier that I didn't watch the whole game leading up to their well, defeat like the I did about in sports the last, a couple years ago. Uh, when it's I was true. actually in Boston, great. I, oh, I happened right. to pick oh, my, no. my places to be that's at right. the Super Bowl. I was in Boston watching the Seahawks Patriots and was so oh, sure that they were going to win.
0: <laughs> well, it, lo- it really looked like you would. And you, really, you should have. Well, the Seahawks should have won that game, but... Enough of has been said about that fateful moment. Yeah,
1: it's like it's like I you can't take it away that we won the Super Bowl, but the next best thing that you can do is to horribly lose the Super Bowl the next year, which immediately sort of taints or disappoints it in the yeah. same way. Where it's like th- like uh, I I can't ha- hold the same claim as Buffalo sports fan to never winning anything. No, that was pretty rough. But it's yeah. like but it, but but Seattle fans i think are still so jaded and blame and, and feel yeah. vindicated because it's like well see like we get one good thing and then right. and then, then, and then suddenly then it's Tom like we should be a dynasty yeah. like, no but yeah
0: well apparently like, richard you got yeah. one well apparently richard sherman has still not gotten over it. that's like that's the headline in espn I, today that, i don't that blame makes him, him the most
1: relatable player in Three. the league like that's right. like he, i yeah, don't I, want i don't want you to be russell wilson and say like right. i already forgot about it or whatever well apparently apparently
0: the other thing god's will they all hate Russell Wilson. Is the other report, which is hilarious. Yeah, I was
1: thinking. I was thinking about that on the way over. Of just like the only w- way where they could hate the quarterback more is if you were actually white, and the Seahawks have just this very like, uh, you know, we're all brothers. Yeah. And I mean, they're I, even the year they won the Super Bowl, they were just like so antagonistic mm-hmm. towards everybody, which is kind of their thing. And it's actually great mm-hmm. to see people hating the Seahawks. Like it makes me so oh, happy sure. that yeah. we're actually at all relevant. And and these like point. Sherman yeah. and just, like all these guys are such fun characters. I agree. That, yeah. Like, but it's just funny, you know, as as they put Russell Wilson as just like this, the like the most agreeable. This figurehead, person. yeah, he's right. just c- complete like management. Yeah, he's friendly. like Mike
0: Pence. Well, not he's not Mike Pence. But he's as he's as bland as any politician.
1: Right. And just, yeah. Uh, yeah. So whatever. I, I, but yeah. the thing is, like, I don't even care. I don't care anymore about the strife. Like these, the current players that we have are going to be good for maybe like two to three more years. Right. And if we can get back to another Super Bowl, then that's all great. you can really ask for. Uh, but like, yeah, the fact that great. we won one still. I mean, you can't take it away. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It was a fun. <laughs> and it was first. in New York, which is cool. So the, all the, like the week right, before, yeah. I was actually working near Times Square. So they oh, had the yeah. whole Super Bowl lane. Oh yeah. Set up. Uh, I saw Broadway. the trophy that day. Yeah, like, they had all stuff the stuff set up case. and it was just, there was so much hype, you know, it was like best offense versus best defense and was fun, it was just fun. cool to, for it to be in New York and they actually won. Yeah. I remember being
0: like you were you were like I remember like uh, at the halftime I you were being like, "Oh man, like it's crazy, but I can't like believe it yet." And I'm like, "There's no chance." But you were like insisting that the game was close and then and then I think the, I'm pretty sure that Harvin returned yeah, the, the opening the, kickoff. Yeah, second the second half kickoff, yeah, and yeah. it was like, all right, it's clearly over now. And you're like, all right, yeah.
1: And and I, I think that actually was the moment that every Seattle fan They're probably like, felt right. that, yeah. where you're like, all right, it could be a whole different story second half. As you can see in uh, in the mm-hmm. in the Falcons Patriots or something like that, it, it's true. It happens, and and even in the in the other championships when you get out to a big early lead, it's even in this year's NBA playoffs. It's right. like you get out to an early lead. It's right. almost human nature to sort of let it slip a little bit. So the fact that the Seahawks right. scored right away it was like everyone it's kind of understood. over. Yeah,
0: and the Broncos really just have no chance here.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, can't, can't complain about the Seahawks run. And so yeah. I do feel a superiority to the me. the Buffalo <laughs> <laughs> faithful <I don't laughs> just for me. that one game. I yeah. mean, that's all it takes.
0: Well, we signed Percy Harvin to the Bills, and he played. He literally played like I think he caught it. Tyrod threw him a touchdown like the opening week last year, and then he immediately like broke his back. <laughs> and he, like... Oh, it's so and then bad! He, then he came out of retirement for like one snap this year, and then got hurt again. Yeah, because and...
1: it seemed like they might make the playoffs for two games there down no, the stretch.
0: Well, maybe last year. No, we had, there was no chance here.
1: <laughs> Ugh, the Bills. Yeah. No, that's rough. That's rough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Seattle teams haven't really been blocked in that same way of like a dominant team in their division, like the that's Patriots right. have been, which yeah, is, is nice. It feels team. like it's always open. Like even though the Mariners haven't made the playoffs since that most wins right. season, uh, well, which was their drought. Like yeah. there's no there's been no dominant team in their division. Like they're always right. a few games away from making the playoffs. It that's seems right. like it seems within reach which is why they keep trading away their young prospects. <laughs> right, it's so dumb. Yeah. We're, we're trying to become the Texans of baseball. Like, if we could just right. make the playoffs, that'd be enough, but they can't do it. But that's, al-
0: that's almost like what the Bills have tried to do, but uh, you're right, though. It's, it's interesting, the difference between—well, one, one of the key differences between, like, football and baseball is, like, the Bills' continued mediocrity has been compounded by the presence and greatness of Tom Brady. Because he, he alone means two losses for sure every year, but you also just know the Patriots will win the, will win the division. And probably, so you're in, like, but, you, like, the deck is just, is, is stacked against you already, plus, like, so you, you st- like, whatever, however good the bills could be, which is, like, 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 that's still, it's within, like, this, like, weird stricture of, in a
1: Tom Brady world,
0: or <laughs> like, even, even if, uh, well, wait, the, your, the, the, the Mariners and who else is in their division?
1: Angels, Astros, A's. And oh yeah.
0: <laughs> well, even let's just say let's take the <laughs> Astros more, like, this year. Yeah. Can you
1: remember? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Because, but even like the and the Astros are start look pretty good now. But even the, the Rangers. But, like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. But like the presence of like one great pitcher. Um, let's even let's just pretend Dallas Keuchel was the, was Tom Brady. Well, didn't he win like,
1: the Cy Young coming ago? I think he
0: did. Yeah. I mean, he, but like, but like a pitch, a great pitcher, even if it was the greatest pitcher. Yeah, of even all time,
1: Kershaw, he can't dictate a series yeah
0: and he alone like one like in baseball there's so many games like one player alone can't really keep you down whereas in football that can totally happen yeah maybe even maybe even in well basketball i suppose it could
1: yeah basketball i think is the even the best uh it's actually you're right example because like one guy lebron can completely take over a game even steph curry can take over a whole game and it's just like there's nothing you can do
0: right and that's also yeah so like if we were saying like if it were all basketball, like it wouldn't necessarily mean, well, it wouldn't necessarily mean, like, well, you're not going to make the playoffs just because you're in LeBron's, but like, no one else has a chance, even a, a like, even like a pretend chance at the championship.
1: I mean, LeBron's made it to the final seven years in a row. I think it'll be eight. This is it year. eight this now? I think this is eight. It's completely insane. It's ridiculous. It's, it goes to show, uh, although they are spending lots of money on other supporting players. I mean, yeah. even. You it's can't you make need. the Super Bowl seven years in a row. You can barely bar- you no. can barely make it four years in a row, which the Bills somehow did. But no one will ever
0: do that again. I mean, that it's it is an accomplishment, but it's like what a loser accomplishment.
1: If you don't, even won one of them, it's like okay. If won
0: one one, I would get why people still talk about it, but like I don't because who cares? Like, yeah, it's all the more devastating. One. I know, like I don't like I just I mean I I know my like my dad and people of his generation will still say like oh yeah like. The Bills teams are so good then like who cares? They didn't win anything. Couldn't even like
1: Yeah. But see the same thing happens with the ninety five Mariners where everyone just has such fond memories of that run. Because sure. it was it was totally magical just to get to the playoffs. And of sure. course they didn't even make it to the World Series.
0: Sure, but you just it's like But just, that's all we had. But like don't pretend that it's more than it is. That's all I'm saying. It's sure. like, nothing wrong with being happy. I have fond memories of seasons the Sabres didn't make it past the, the conference finals or a first round, but like uh, doesn't mean that i think it's more than it was
1: right well, it just gets to be sort of know. mythology when when it's like that because sure. it is larger than life that you would get there four times and yeah
0: yeah but i don't know it's like <laughs> what kind of life is it larger than sure not the one that i want
1: sure yeah, it does remind me, uh, though, uh, the other basketball example being Michael Jordan. Obviously, when mm. they just won so many championships and no one else could get in, he retires and the Suns win too, and then he unretires and they just start winning again. Sure. Uh, but they they beat the Sonics in one of those years, and we had a great yeah. team. And you just kind of th- you go into the finals, and I remember I was pretty I was, must have been like ten or eleven or something, but right. uh, I just remember being happy that the sonics won a couple games in the finals like no right. one i think it was probably the third bulls championship or something right. and you're just kind of like we know we're not as good as them it must be how teams feel playing the warriors probably. now. it's just, just like, like we know that we can't really compete but the fact that we even took a couple games like, right. so, like I, we did, we I, I was like them. oh that was a great team but uh, right. yeah no one talks about that anymore so it's true uh, no one talks uh, about the, the
0: sonics anymore unfortunately
1: yeah, I think but if they came back I think if they came back they'd find a really reinvigorated sporting yeah. community. I mean, Seattle in general has been building It'd way be up pretty supportive all, these, all these rich guys, I'm sure would love to go to basketball games yeah. at courtside. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, especially when you have these like high profile players in the league. Yeah. So it seems to make sure we're still recording. Seems doable. Yeah. Uh, and and people would be happy. And and I just think like the Seahawks becoming so good. I mean, it it does feel like there's so much fair weather fandom. Right. But, like, it's at a certain point, it's almost unavoidable. Because if your team For is sure. good, you're going right. to watch. I mean, even if you, like you were saying uh, way back at the beginning, like, if your team isn't any good, then you don't really want to watch every game. Well, I do. If you're no, <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah. The well, Buffalo will, but you're right. Yeah. No, well, like,
1: you even yeah. if you keep up with it. It's just harder psychologically to tune in every game. Whereas if there's exciting games, I mean, even the Seahawks, if they're not winning every game, it seems like it's always exciting because they could win. So if you have a team like that, it seems like you're just going to get more viewers. Sure. More fans. Um, I get, you yeah. know, I guess, uh, I, I, Seattle like Seattle fans can be obnoxious when they feel entitled, but, right. but I feel like the true, true Seattle everybody. fans are, are the opposite. Like we right. just expect that everything's gonna go horribly wrong at the right. last second.
0: I feel like every, every, but every fan base in any sport, it becomes entitled. Basically, fair weather fans are the entitled ones, and really, like that's all of Massachusetts, um, <laughs> because they don't really understand. I mean that's not true because there are the Red ra- Sox, uh, Red had Sox suffered. fans who <laughs> suffered through a lot, um, but then there's a lot of Patri- most Patriots fans these who meet.
1: Yeah, but e- even the Patriots, uh, if people were actually watching back in the '90s, they were yeah, horrible. they were the
0: worst team for a long time. So like, but like those fans are fine. But the ones who became fans after like in you know post Brady, like then they're they're
1: the worst. Sure, but it's also not even their fault. They, if you grew up, no, if you were if you know if you were five when Brady was drafted, then like. You just don't know any better.
0: Yeah, but that's true.
1: But, they, but I I can still blame them. But I,
0: oh yes, I agree. Yeah.
1: But you know, it's all they know. Mm-hmm. I I understand some sometimes. All People are very cruel person. to the the fan. It's like it's funny, it, it, almost in a that's religion true, parallel. Like everyone is so against the mm-hmm. the fans of another team. That it's true. just like. Mm. It's funny that you can't see that you are the same way with your team. It's true. Uh, you know, of course you're going to know more, have, like be more obnoxious or just root no matter what for your team. And, That's true. And like, not it's really not fair. your fault that they're amazing or they're horrible. That's right.
0: Yeah, you're right. Although it is in some cases. <laughs> yeah.
1: no, I know. If if you won't pay for a new stadium, then what do you think you're doing? It's you true. don't deserve like, to have who, a team. Who are you even
0: anymore? I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but it is funny, you know. I do hate Patriots fans in the moment, of course. Well, of course, yeah. Uh, it
0: is funny you can just make I don't you can make Patriots fans really upset if you just talk about Eli Manning. You're like, well, you know what? He's he's won two Super Bowls,
1: so I I can't I, I don't I even still accept that as a valid argument. If, if, I'm okay with the Seahawks winning one Super Bowl and then then completely choking it away at the last sure. second in the next year. Yeah, and the Patriots have won five, what like five five already, yeah. Yeah. and yeah, but they get Brady. really
0: upset if if you talk about Eli Mailing.
1: No, they didn't deserve it. It's true.
0: It was a miracle. I do work with someone who's a Giants fan, and I was just talking to her the other day, and she was like, "Yeah, I've never been to a game, but I really want to go while Eli is still playing." And I'm like, I mean, sure. How great. is that a draw? I don't know. But is
1: he actually exciting to watch? Like, uh, no. If you I, like,
0: I, in, if you like interceptions, it's
1: completely inconsistent.
0: I feel like interceptions and, like, slack jaws. And... <laughs> and he, I, I think
1: people that. like him because he looks like a regular guy out there. He that's doesn't true. look like he has any muscles. He's one
0: of those players that you're like, oh, that's, it's, that's how hard it is to make it to the NFL. As opposed to people who make it look easy, <laughs> he makes it look very difficult.
1: <laughs> like, oh, he's always got grass in his helmet. <laughs> right. He's just, like, picking
0: like stuff out of his, like, teeth and hair. Yeah.
1: I actually find him much more charming than Peyton Manning. He's like a lovable loser. Peyton's
0: awful, yeah. I don't like Peyton at all anymore. But Eli, yeah, he is a lovable loser. Even though he's won, well, he's won, I guess he's won as many as his brother. But
1: I think it's it's a great example that Eli's big scandal was <laughs> selling. That is really funny. <laughs> the memorabilia yeah. that he didn't really wear in a game. Versus uh, even no. Peyton Manning or right. any other huge uh, football star. It's always just like some kind of sexual awful, abuse or something. Sca-
0: sex scandal. Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, it's just like...
0: Eli's is literally we... that
1: he's so dumb. <laughs> I actually believe that he's just like this naive right. idiot <laughs> is, true. who's pretty good at football.
0: Yeah. Sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Gi- Giants did coast in, into those Super Bowls on defense. So That's right. He had he had two good passes. Whatever. Anyway, that's what a New England. Well,
0: even like they weren't even that good. He just like threw two pa- passes. It became he, an incredible catch. He did the Saracen.
1: He just closed right. his eyes, yeah. ran away from a linebacker, and heaved it up there. That's right. That's what you gotta
0: do. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of sports going on in the world.
1: Yep. Yep. And so no 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 Seattle teams are relevant at the moment. No. Or true. Buffalo. Definitely not.
0: But we've got hope. That's all we've got.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. You must like baseball season because you get it. it's a little off time. Yeah, it's, been,
0: it's been nice to like become a baseball fan since moving here. Yeah, and basketball. You, you pretty
1: much can can unabashedly go to the Mets because yeah, I mean, become, a, your hometown. They're yeah. they're the closest team anyway to Buffalo, and it's true. You're in the city.
0: Well, well, you know what? The Yankees are probably closer, but I don't care.
1: Oh, to Buffalo. But I, yeah, but I can't But the dynasty of winning it doesn't yeah, jive. It doesn't with. appeal
0: to me. I need a loser. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like the Nets. That's why I like the Mets.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it feels right at home. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. I do you know, I, I like the Mets too, but I just can't stop. I, I I'll, I'll just I think I'll always just be a Seattle fan. Of it's interesting cuz yeah. my parents are actually from New York, so my dad oh, was a right. Yankees fan growing up. Oh wow. Uh, when they had Mickey Mantle and well, sure, but sure, uh, like of course. You you're could be, you
0: could be. That, that's different.
1: Yeah. Um but uh you know, it, he he moved to Seattle. He isn't, I don't know to and we we were always just Seattle sports fans and sure. he just kind of like Immediately drop the Yankees. It's funny because I, I can't, Im- I, you know, obviously they don't need his support.
0: See, that's why That's why I can't be a Yankee fan because they don't need me. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, no. uh, but I, I just can't imagine it going that way, even though I've been in New York for, for a while now. I just can't right. imagine actually caring for a New York team more than a Seattle team where I grew up.
0: No, the same. I mean, it's the same for me.
1: But, but also, uh, maybe the internet age is just easier to follow. I can watch every Mariners game that's here. That's right. if, if you had
0: no way, if you had really no way of following the Mariners, you might. It's after a while, like
1: yeah. Versus my yeah. dad moving out there in the '70s, like you turn on the radio and it's Mariners and Sonics, and right. they, the Sonics actually won. Uh, the, the nba championship like two years after he got there oh great um so it was probably exciting so it must be easy to adopt it but uh, even yeah. though the like the mets were good last year or the, yeah. they went to the world series uh yeah. two years ago it was fun. um and, and i'm happy to root for them but i'm not really i can't i'm not really gonna be ex- as excited as like anna will get with the mets actually win right like well, of course yeah uh i'm right you know i'm i'm like They're a your, your casual fan team yeah sure um <laughs> yeah
0: well, I think that I, I think I could, I guess I'm, I guess I have to say, I guess I'm a bandwagon. Well, not really a bandwagon, because I got into the Mets before they were even good. Like, the first couple of years I was here, they weren't good.
1: Yeah, you get into them because they're no. local, not because they're good. I think that's the differentiation right. for bandwagon, sure maybe. Not that, you know, you don't have nothing to prove.
0: But I get less <laughs> upset when they lose. I don't think it's, I don't think I'm going to take it, at least this year. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe it helps because so early in the season, it was clear they were just going to be bad. Because, like, Cindergard immediately got hurt. Yeah, there's not really, really a the, chance year. He's really this year. The, the only met that I like love. I mean, I I like a lot of their pitchers, but like Syndergaard's the reason I'm a fan, really. I mean, well, I mean it, it, insofar as players being like the ones that I support, like he's my favorite right. pitcher. And, and in
1: the in the way that you can have a star player as sort of the poster child yeah, of kinda, the of the team.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like the face of the Mets that I like right now. Yep. Um, and he's but he's out and then and they're just like not very good and he's out for a
1: while too it's just not uh, it's just right. it's like yeah you already gotta season. give up on this year
0: then i'm like all right well i'm gonna be i'm gonna go back to my backs because i mean they're go- they're doing well <laughs> but the, I,
1: I like your obsession with the arizona well, I just teams think,
0: well i i like the idea of you should have a, a, a I, I like having like a regional team especially in a sport where again i'm never gonna have like a childhood team like the thing is, like, the Sabres could be as bad as they – as they they could be the worst team for 15 years, but they're, they're just my team. And the same with the Bills. Like, you just can't – it's inescapable. But I don't have that with basketball and baseball. I just can be, like, a general fan. Yeah. Maybe as, maybe as life goes on for me, I'll develop a more intense relationship with a team. And maybe that, that may well be the Mets. But it's still, like, pretty casual. So I like having a regional. And I just – I had such a great experience in Phoenix that time. I just like, I just, it's just my coyotes, my backs, my, yeah. I, I, they're not, the Cardinals I'll never care about. I hate the Cardinals, in fact, but I, but, but the Suns I like, cause it's just, and it's really, it's just because incidentally two of the basketball games I've ever been to have been the Suns. That's right. Yeah. Which is totally a coincidence, but I'm like, all right, you know, it's just Phoenix. So sure. I, just, I, just I remember
1: it. when Barkley was there. Yeah.
0: Why not? <laughs> yeah. And they have been good. They're just, so I just, uh, yeah, just my, my backs and my coyotes. Sure. are my regional teams. That
1: also just makes it so nice to have watched the last uh, the couple of basketball seasons, where we watched so many Warriors games and mm-hmm. Cubs games, and you just want to see the best team. It's just fun to follow them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I won't call myself a fan of either of those teams, right. but it's just like, well, all right, so well, good. I mean they're like historically good. Right. So it's just fun to sure go on that journey. I mean that's what I like about sports. I like rooting for my teams, but I more prefer and you want to see greatness, greatness. yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah i think yeah he had an episode about that at some point
0: yeah i think that was the last I've, it's my it's an interesting theme to me i just like because i there there are many forms of greatness but
1: but you don't get such raw greatness in many places like you do in right. sports even like like acting or something if you're mm-hmm. a great movie star or or something like that uh it's like filtered through there's like a performance and a director and like a time that it rolls out wherever whereas sports is just like visceral it's right. happening in this moment right and it's well, like, incredible and, to watch like so yeah. like, like i love watching sports because there's so many times where you just think i can't believe that happened right and how many other times in life do you get that feeling not,
0: it's not a lot have you have you have you ever been like in person to see something like that in your in, in your sports going life
1: yeah, so I was at the at the Mariners-Yankees game in '95 when Griffey oh, like slides into home, and wow. they won the series. Amazing! That's, uh, see, that's
0: that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, so and, and I, you know, I was like, uh, that was in '95, so I was like seven years old. Incredible! <laughs> so that was like the first season that I was really following. Or I really, I, my parents took me to games um, when I was younger than that, but it's just sort of like a blur of experiences of right. like going to a ballpark. You yeah, know? sure, right. Um, versus actually like getting into the stats and the season, and right. the whole season was incredible. The fact that they even made the playoffs, like it got yeah. down to a tie, and they they like sneaked into the playoffs right. and immediately were playing the Yankees. With, uh, like, I think it might have been the year before Derek Jeter started. Right, Um, right. But they had a a bunch of good players. It was, like, the old-school Yankees from the 90s. Yeah, like, Um, right. Like Mattingly, Mattingly was yeah, was right. probably in his one of his last years. Uh, oh, Bernie yeah. Williams, Paul Paul O'Neill. Right, right, um, right. So, so the I mean, they were formidable and sure. took it to five games. I went to I think I went to every home game of that Amazing. series. Yeah, um, and it, it was in the Kingdom, and it Great. was just like oh, so good. You yeah. know, and it was uh, there were so many crazy iconic plays from like sure. i think from that series like i think there was an inside the park home run wow there was like a like bunt base hits and uh i, I think yeah that inning might have started with like a bunt base hit or Amazing. something and, yeah yeah and then yeah edgar martinez like doubles so in good. griffey and he scores from first that's incredible t- in like yeah. the ninth inning to win the game uh, so good to, and the yeah. series game five of the series and go to the Wow. The championship series yeah um so yeah so that was just like probably the mo- most incredible thing i'll ever see in my life That's and i really like cool. barely it's all a blur like i i almost didn't even believe myself that you, i was there, there but i actually yeah. have the tickets like wow. the ticket oh, stuff cool. oh, from there uh i like had a jar <laughs> of sort of like yeah. events and just like famous. things that i had been to as a kid wow. um and yeah i like actually i like went back and looked because uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I was th- you were there. I was yeah. actually there. Um <laughs> Yeah. And, and I remember my oh. parents got World Series tickets and they showed them to us. They're like these giant gold tickets. It was like Willy Wonka tickets. <laughs> um and they yeah, they, they bought World Series tickets ahead of time. Right. Like even and we didn't even make it to the World Series, but they sure. went on sale in case <laughs> we made it.
0: Incredible. But, yeah. And we
1: just lost. And, and that was the year that, that was the only year that the Atlanta Braves won the World Series. Oh, right
0: um they had like smoltz and uh
1: yeah maddox and glavin oh, wow. this amazing a, andrew jones staff. chipper jones fred mcgriff that's right, i remember yeah. like turner was, a a, was it like turner would air Braves every games game. on tbs yeah, so that's, that's another sort of regional right. team that like i didn't I, I didn't root for them but they were like on they a lot and guys, these yeah. players were amazing and they won the division every year i have a weird memory of
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe the Turner like Empire has some stake in Pizza Hut, but I have a memory <laughs> of going to Pizza Hut and getting like a bunch of Braves themed stuff as a kid, oh, in like weird. the '90s in Buffalo, of course. But like, why would they be selling Atlanta Braves stuff? But I have, like a, like um, was Spurgeon a, t- a pitcher?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know.
0: But there was, but I definitely had like a Maddox like themed thing, and some of those guys random. Like, I don't. Know, I was like, why is this happening? But yeah, they know. clearly remember, had
1: some kind of national deal.
0: Yeah, I remember that was like those were like the toys from Pizza Hut for a while, for like <laughs> a kid's like a personal pan pizza, or whatever yeah. the kids meal was right. called.
1: Right. Right. But yeah, so that that was That's like an crazy. incredible experience wow. just to be there for that game. Wow! In um, that series, which was sort of the the I mean, it was the furthest the Mariners ever got in the playoffs. And yeah. I also watched the and like some of the Indians games in the next sure. series. And I think we lost in six or something. Right. Um, yeah. but they were also amazing, Kenny Lofton oh, and yeah. David Justice and I love all Justice. these, yeah, all these uh, iconic. Or sure. I think of the as kind just because we grew up in that era. How great Would
0: it be as if the Yankees? brought justice in to be the coach and then aaron judge was the, the best player <laughs> Justice or if, and if judge. They just, just justice and judge i do love this thing of the yankees having the judges chambers see did you see this
1: uh, i think you told me about it yeah it's
0: pretty great so the i yankees, haven't seen it though there's like 18 fans will randomly be selected to to be moved to judges chambers in right field and then they're given robes with the yankees oh yeah every time and it's just in the gavel that says all rise it's pretty amazing like, I mean, I really—Aaron I, Judge is great. I, I can't not like him. But, see, that's the sort of player— He's, a, like, he's, a,
1: he's got a LeBron presence to him. He's, like, larger than life. He's
0: just—yeah, he's very likable. He seems like a humble guy. Like, he's good. He's yeah. huge. I mean, I like him. But I, I, ho- he, I don't think I can really ever be a, a real Yankees fan. Yeah. Because, again, I don't feel like they need me. Like, that's the— Totally. Like, they just seem like—they're just, like— they're just one of those, they're just like, it's like how Apple is not, like, like, like <laughs> cool anymore. But there was a time in the 90s when I had, like, the original iMac, and I was like, this this is cool, and they need me. Right. But I don't feel that anymore
1: yep but exactly uh, the Yankees are over they're just like, such a brand and they're good yeah. now too but I just don't care yeah uh, and yeah they'll only ever be hated they'll either I'll sure. either be indifferent or hate them right but like th- but and
0: you like in, but, but like but even with that like but individuals can be likable
1: sure I, yeah. I, I, I always liked Bernie Williams or like yeah, sure. specific Yankees players not sure. always because most of the time I hated their not players not always but, but yeah, you, can, uh, yeah. Gotta, you gotta like Jeter it's just yeah. like sure. like there's individual players like, I just don't want them to win right Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but and also I did go to one game at the old Yankee Stadium Ooh, yeah. which was incredible and I, I remembered I yeah. seeing it on TV in when as a kid watching all those playoff games and just that's how incredible cool. it was and then like when the Red Sox came back and won and that, that was, was one a, of the last years moment, of Yankee Stadium yeah. and just sure. watching all that on TV and you kind of get this feeling that it's intimidating to be there and like sure. you know it's just the spotlight is on you it's in New York and it's yeah, just totally. a big deal the Yankees are always good um
0: now they're just in so industrial and creepy yeah
1: and and actually going to the stadium you really got that same feeling that you you really were like crowded the seats were small right uh close together you you really felt like you were on top of the field like it was seemed like it wasn't that wide or spread out and now you just like feel nothing you're like all right this place is kind of nice like cheesecake factory yeah This
0: gigantic processed yeah, it's Damn. just kind
1: of a, a, a bummer because it had such a feeling, and now uh, you know we had, I went to Fenway once um, would, in the last yeah. couple of years, which was really cool, and it just has the charm of the old, the old stadium. It's you know it's kind of like yeah not that <laughs> it seems like it's yeah. falling apart, but sure. it's just like there's so much history, and it's nice to be there. And yeah. Yankee Stadium was the same way. Yeah, and now it's nothing.
0: <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
1: And I don't even live in Harlem anymore. If I still did, if I still could walk to Yankee Stadium, then well, uh, sure, it'd be you know, I'd go to more games.
0: Right, because they're nice and cheap. Yeah, I know. That's the only problem of being a Mets semi fan now is it's just like it's not that it's far, but it's like it's not like. Queens is just it's not like super easy to get there from Brooklyn. Yeah, got to become a Cyclones fan. But hopefully they'll just become they, they should this just be, be their a pro team. Yeah.
1: Hey, maybe Tebow will get there by the end of the year. That'd be
0: incredible. I'd go to every game. I think Tebow's gonna happen. <laughs> we need to make Tebow hashtag happen.
1: He doesn't uh, talk about a guy who doesn't need us. That's true. <laughs> well, he only needs
0: one thing, which is him
1: and God. Oh,
0: well, it's God. Yeah, not sure. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, wow. we we covered we covered a lot. Uh, I'm glad we got right off of hockey, but we stayed well, we stayed no, right no... in the in the sports zone.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, like, I mean, I I have to call this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's primarily going to be a Sabres podcast, but I also like I don't it doesn't we're going all over the place. I'm happy to talk about any sports. Because I have I have more interest than just the Sabers. Sure, but things tend to end up back around there, I suppose. But also, like it doesn't matter. It's just a conversation. It's a special yeah.
1: episode. Well, also I think like I, I think like so, so much of your sports uh, sort of viewpoint or identity is like forged by Buffalo sports. Well, that's that the thing. like any that it kind of like comes back into it when we're talking totally. about other teams even. Right. Uh, and and I feel like there is this sort of like interesting parallel between Seattle and Buffalo sports. They're similar, somewhat, uh, somewhat. R- yeah. Regardless of of the seahawks recent success but uh, right uh, no, yeah. it, it diminishes it a little bit but sure no it's all right yeah i i, I, w- I won't feel bad about it
0: yeah, you don't need to i'm not asking for you to feel bad it's, it's all right um so yeah i think i think we're good i don't uh, i'm sure you'll be on again so it's like i'd love to be on again
1: everything. yeah yeah uh, well the nhl uh, uh stanley cup is coming right up and, and i won't be watching well i might won't be, be watching great but who cares I'll, I'll just tune into the podcast then that's fine uh but yeah i'd be happy to be back i'm I'm, I'm glad i was the first guest uh you know i like the solo nature of the podcast so hopefully i didn't intrude too much on the vibe
0: no it's just it's it's fun i mean it's it is weird because i'll just set this up in my room um which is the same room that we're recording our other stuff in but i just sort of like just go into a state and just talk until i'm done and then uh yeah it's fun but also just a conversation is really nice but this is also just like not that different from any other conversation we've had so (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's good. So awesome. all right. Well, that's it. Yeah. Good thanks done.
1: for having me. Sure. Bye bye.